Good morning. Welcome to Trainwreck Marriage. I'm Dave Touchton. And I'm Susan Touchton. <clears throat> hey, sorry, a little coffee this morning. Um, but I, we're just going to start this out with, man, what a tough week or two. Um, just has been uh, really one of those, I know everybody has them, to where you feel like nothing's coming together, everything's against you, and and I can't remember, I've tried all morning to think of this because God put it on me. A friend of mine, you know, with uh, Satan that kills, steals, and destroys. Um, I don't remember what kills is, but steals your joy and kills your, or destroys your faith. <clears throat> and when you're in seasons like this, um, it just is tough. There, There's no two ways about it. Um, Satan just throws everything and the kitchen sink at you just to get you down, get you tired. I mean, we're tired this morning. We've had graduations. We've had all kinds of things this weekend. We got the farm show coming up this weekend. We do the electrical four. So we're running wide open. And, and I think that getting you down is Satan's number one thing and then start telling you all the way through that God doesn't have it. You need to do this. And, you know, it's it's a real struggle for us um, just to, to live in the peace of God. And, you know, and that's what I was listening to one pastor this week, listening to a podcast. And um, he said, not once in the Bible does Jesus say you'll be happy? Mm. He, he doesn't say, I will make you happy. Um, he says, I'll give you peace. And, you know, we, we do some ministry stuff in different areas, and, and um, God's gave us an opportunity to do more ministry, and, and it really has just been just a really tough week. And I can't say that it's busy, but even it's been busy before, but... This week just seems like every little thing is, if it can go bad, it, it's feeling like it is. Now, that's not true. That's where you switch from a positive mindset to a negative of everything's bad and nothing's good and you have no way out. So I'm, I'm avoiding or trying not to switch into the negative side, but, um, you know, I, I guess it just, for me, kind of makes you wonder, you know, but well, even for us, where is God in this? Well, and like I think part of the the issue with us this week is we're just really exhausted. We've been on the go um, pretty much nonstop for the last two weeks. We've got had a lot of things going on, none of which we could have said no to or that were in our control. Right. Yeah. We've had, like David said, a couple graduate our kids, a couple of our kids have graduated. We've had family in, um, on top of work and getting ready for the farm show, and then that's a that's a big stressful deal. And but what better way for Satan to win than to keep us so busy that we can't keep our focus on Jesus or take a breath some days? Or, yeah, or even take a breath, but just to um, be so on the go constantly that um, he continues just to kind of chip away 
because we're so tired and we're so um, on the go. And none of that in and of itself is a bad thing. There's going to be seasons, like David said, but they're just seasons. Everybody during this time of the year generally is really busy. School is starting to wrap up. And so you've got all kinds of end of school activities that if you have children, keep you busy. Um, Planning for vacations or planning on um, whatever the case may be, it can just be exhausting. And Satan uses those opportunities to get a foothold in and break you down, question where you're going, question what you're doing, especially if you're trying to do something for the Lord. He's going to make you question, are you sure that's what God wants you to do? Are you sure that God's the one that's leading you into this? You know, and I think back to Adam and Eve where she was deceived. You know, Satan was like, did he really say that you can't eat from the tree of life? You know, so I think just being aware that um, Satan is using every opportunity to trip us up, to draw us further away from God, to, to take our eyes off of what he's doing. But I think the beauty of it is, is again, you know, I feel like I'm on constant repeat, but the, the, the bottom line is being still and listening for that still small voice. We can get um, frustrated. We can get aggravated. We can get exhausted, stressed out. And we just keep going through the motions. But we need to keep our eyes on God so that we can see his movement. And even when he's silent and we can't feel him, knowing that he's there, because whether we see him, feel him, hear him or not, he's always there. He never leaves us. Never will I forsake you or leave you. Never will I forsake you, it says in his word. So he's always there. He's always working. Um, Sometimes we just get so caught up that we forget to look for him. But one thing that I mentioned to David yesterday when we were discussing how he's just kind of working overtime is the beauty of God is we as a couple are not at odds against each other going through all this busyness and uncertainty and questioning. Um, God is allowing us to um, still be in unity and still be able to confide in one another, and there's not a frustration with one another, which is very uncommon for us. Generally, when we're under a great amount of stress, we have a tendency to take it out on each other because we're in the closest relationship with one another. We're together a lot because we work together, we live together, all of that. And so um, the beauty of it, Satan is maybe taking jabs at us in other areas of our lives. But God has given us the firm foundation in our marriage this time. I was going to say, that's what I was going to interrupt and say is, is not stop you or you can continue on after this. But we've never been in this spot. So don't think that we've got it all figured out. This is truly, here, I can get it, you can... Um, this is truly the first time we've ever been in complete sync of where God and what God's doing and that Satan's attacking us. Yeah, well, I would, I would agree. And I think that, you know, 
Um, he just, uh, you know, even there's some circumstances that have arose and I don't, um, we have found a house, um, we've made an offer and we're kind of trying to get some ducks in a row and get things, um, situated in that, from that point of view. And so, um, and, but we know that God, um, is wanting us to have this property, um, the way that it came about, and I don't know that we want to get into all the details today, but God's hand is definitely in it, and he's definitely moving. Are there some hiccups along the way? Yes, there are hiccups, but it's finding out the lesson that we need to learn in that and relying to, that's another thing that Satan is trying to do, is trying to make us question if God, if this is really from God, because there's some things that some just little hiccups that have come up and now we're like well maybe we heard him wrong or maybe this maybe this isn't what we're supposed to do and it's just literally from the pits of hell because we are 100 percent absolutely sure that this is where god's taking us and this is what he wants us to do i'm gonna ask this question just because it come to me what if god doesn't allow us to have this property where are we then? And and I guess that's the reason why I ask that, because I'm I'm putting Susan on the spot right now, and that's not really my intent, but it kind of is. Um, you know, what do you do when you are convinced God's behind it? And he may or may not be, because we've done this many times over. I mean, we are, we believe God's got a plan for it. We got everything. But what if this isn't his will? How do we handle this now that we're already invested? Well, and I think I think one way is if he shuts the door on this, it's going to have to be, or I believe that it would be in a way that we would see his hand moving because he's opened the door so far up until this point, and I don't believe that he's going to you know, intentionally set all these things up just to slam the door in our face. If he does, he does. That doesn't mean we stop trusting him. That doesn't mean we just, for me, I think looking for other ways to maybe hear his voice differently. You know, I I would obviously question, did we hear it incorrectly? You know, why did it seem like all the doors were open and then all of a sudden they were shut? Well, and but we've done this before that way. Was for sure God was in it. And really, we kind of created it. And I'm not saying it is in this situation with this house, but I guess, you know, it kind of come to me, how do you work through it when you're so convinced this is God? And we've been in this situation before. We knew it was God. We knew that God was going to do the blah, blah, blah. And then it didn't happen. And I'm I'm thinking, you know, just out loud, we're having a conversation because it's really, I do believe we're going to end up with it. I don't, I'm not questioning that at all. But I'm thinking, you know, in the past, you know, you kind of get into where you blame God. You're, you're defensive against God because... Well, he didn't do this, and I was sure he was doing it. Well, and I agree. I mean, I think it's easy. I think, you know, it could be definitely easy to blame him or to, um, 
like I said, question whether we heard him wrong or not. Um, but I can't think like of an instance that you're possibly thinking about that we were so sure that it was God and did. Um, well, we were going to do ministry and marriage and speak in churches, and that literally just died. But I, I mean, don't know that we were necessarily on this. We were not on the same page as far as the vision that we thought. You know, I thought it would look one way. You thought it would look another way. And I don't know. And maybe the timing just isn't what we expected. That's not to say that God won't use it right down the down the road, um, we don't really know. Um, I guess being aware that God, that, and I guess that's kind of where I'm going with this is, you know, how do you deal with, oh, I knew it was God. I knew it was God. Mm -hmm. And it didn't happen. And I think through our struggles that we've been through, whether it, it be in church, whether it be a house, whether it be, we, we've had so many situations because one of my temptations is to just kick the door in and make it happen. Right. And not allow God to work through it. So in turn, I actually steal the blessing that God was going to give us because I made something happen that, that either he didn't intend or he wanted to do it in a different way. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm... You know, because this house is a big deal because we do see a lot of ministry being done out of it. We see a lot of benefits. Um, but, you know, that doesn't always mean that it's, you know, God. And I guess that's where kind of my point, I guess I'm kind of just trying to follow God here because he's kind of leading me. You know, sometimes we do good things for God that God never called us to do. Mm -hmm. And we kind of, we've done it before in different parts of our lives where the really good things, you're busy at church or you're busy here when really God never called you there. And, and that's guys that we're figuring this out as we go as well. We're trusting God to fill. So it's not like we've got this, Oh, it's all perfect. Um, because we've been definitely wrong in the past and definitely felt like God was leading this way or that way um, that didn't work out. Well, and I guess my question would be is, how much are you really seeking him? Right. You know, um, I think a lot of times we do try to make it happen on our own and make it whatever work out without necessarily really seeking him. You know, we say we may shoot up some quick little prayers, and I'm not saying God can't answer the quick little prayers, but, you know, I feel like in this particular situation, we have really um, sought him in every step of the way. And I'm not saying he still can't shut the door, but I think if he chooses to do that, it's go he's going to show us where we missed it and why, because his word is true and he is faithful and he doesn't want to get our hopes up and get us all excited and think that he's heading this direction just to shut us down. Right. I feel like we have really sought him. I feel like yeah. we have really prayed about it. I feel like we've been in unity about it. And I think that, um, there, I'm not saying there's not anything we could have done differently cause I'm sure there is, <laughs> 
But I feel like as long as people are seeking him 100%, um, and that's through prayer, you have to, to pray about it. You have to give everything to him, every detail. He wants to be involved in all the details. And one of the things that I clearly heard when we were walking around this property is let me bless you. Yeah. And um, I said, Lord, we don't deserve to be blessed because we fail him regularly. Yes. But he is faithful and he is good and he wants what's best for us. That is not going to come without struggles, without difficulties. But I believe that as we continue to seek him and we continue to be in his word and we continue to pray to him, that he will bless us. His word says that. Well, and I think, you know, um, number one, us being united, very rarely in the past have we been united on many things. And that's true. Like, we're not just on the same page. We're like in unity. Right. 100%. Which is completely rare. Which is... But but that's kind of my point in this is, you know, if you and your spouse are not in unity, that's a big red flag. Doesn't matter whether you can make it happen or not. Guys, I've been looking for a house for a year and a half and never <laughs> have, there has always been a hiccup or a David's, this isn't going to work, or I don't like this about it, or, and we kind of have a hit list of what we want in a house and what, um, and none of them, we've never been unified in even searching. David's like, quit looking. And then he would look, which would get my hopes up thinking, oh, he's going to back in the game, you know? And so it's been a, like, take a, a ball with something in it and just shake. That's how this house hunting thing has been. And well, and as a husband, I want to provide. Right. So I've kind of been looking at houses all the way along in the background, you know, but my stance to her was really no, because God was not green lighting anything. Um, and it, it was almost sour to it. And that's what we were talking the other day. You know, if we'd have bought a house, any of these houses, the the hundreds we've looked at literally, literally. online, we we haven't went and visited very many of them. Um, but if we'd have bought any of those, we would be kicking ourselves right now because we would be less than a year into a mortgage mm -hmm. in a house that we made work. Right. When, when the house that we, we feel is a perfect house and not any, not only is it perfect in what we had on our list, but also there's so much ministry that could be done out of it that God could use it for mm -hmm. that, you know, it's like, wow. And, and I think that sometimes we jump and, and I'm a big see God's vision even though it may be for two years down the road, but I'm going to make it happen today. <laughs> and then it fails, and I wonder why. And a lot of that was I never waited on God. And and this house thing has been really rooted in, for me, it's been, unless it's perfect, I'm not in. And And we'll go somewhere down the road, we'll go into more, but I gave specific things that would happen about a year ago 
and they've come true with all of this this house every one of them have been checked off yes well and, and something that used to <coughs> frustrate me is when i would be looking at houses david's like just i just don't feel like god's in it and he's just going to give us the right property he's just going to open the door and give us the right property and i'm like <laughs> How do you know that this isn't it? Um, but again, it goes back to if you guys are in the middle of making a decision and you're not unified, it is not from God. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is, you know, um, have we had some true battles. I mean, some true battles over this house thing over the last couple of years. Um and I it, would call them more disappointments. He calls them battles. I would call them disappointments because I was usually the one who was disappointed. I told you to leave and go buy a house by yourself because <laughs> I wasn't leaving here. Oh. And you know, I and I think that's the the fun part is if you wait on God, and and not even saying this is going to work out, and and I'm really. Because one of my things was when we looked at this property, it's a lot more than what we need. And we've been downsizing for four years, selling virtually everything. Um, and so it, it was just a shock that this property come up in so much. And, it, and we had a discussion a couple of weeks ago where I said, if God's not going to use this property, I do not want it. Mm -hmm. Period. I don't want it. And, and God's going to have to show me something he can use it for. And literally within a day, I was in a meeting with some pastors and God started showing me stuff. And and so I, I, I want to encourage you, but I also want to warn you because we've made all those mistakes multiple, multiple, multiple times in different scenarios, whether it be vehicles, whether it be Harleys, whether it be lake houses, whether it be you, you name it, we've been in disagreement over things. Um, and I really felt like, you know, it, it was my job to lead and provide. So that didn't, it wasn't that her opinion didn't matter, but it didn't matter much. I guess that's probably the best way I can say it, where this has been, um, God, God's got to be in this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I truly believe God's going to fix all of these little things that need to be fixed. Um, and he's going to take care of it in his time. Um, but I think just relying on him is going to be the critical part in this. Because the thing is, when you really start looking at things, and your head and Satan plays a funny game with you of how to justify it's the right thing. And we've been down that road in decades mm -hmm. before where we, we would create justification of why God was in it. And not that they all turned out bad. And I'm not saying that. It's just it wasn't God's will. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that we're both in a spot now where, where we want to chase Jesus in a different way. It's not about... Um, me making her happy. It's about me being obedient to what God's calling me to do. And sometimes, you know, when you're on different pages, um, we've never been able to really work through that. Honestly, mm -hmm. I think we just both get mad in the past and, mm -hmm. and get rooted down and we've dug a trench. We're going to war. 
and somebody's going to lose. In this situation, it's not really that way. It really hadn't been that way at all. Right. Um, and that's that's kind of my encouragement when when you start dealing with situations. Um, if God's not involved, it may work. May work for a while. May work forever. It also may not. And I don't think it will work to its full potential. Absolutely. Um, yes, it may work, whatever it is. But I don't think if God's not in it, I don't think it will work to its potential of how it can work if you involved God in it. And that would be my charge for the day, I guess, is um, as a couple, if you have a decision um, that's in front of you, whether big or small, really, um, just remember that you've got to involve God. He has already got the end picture. He already knows the end. He just wants you to follow it. And he knows what you're going to do, but he's also not going to make you go the way that he necessarily is leading you. But you have to seek him, and he will lead you. Just be patient. He will guide you. He will direct you. And again, I'll say it loud and proud, if you're not in unity with your spouse, then it's probably not from God. And really, no, even probably. If you're not in unity, it's not from God. And so just be cautious of that. You That means you guys have to have a conversation and share your thoughts. Share if there's differences, figure out why there's differences. Hey, this is what I think, and this is what you think. And then pray about it. And then God is going to be God, and he will bring you into unity, even though it may not be the way that you want it to turn out. Well, and I again, I'm saying this. We have not been doing this all of our life. Correct. This revelation truly has been through this house hunt um, that, that we've been able, God's actually showed us how to work together. And, and so it's not something we've got all figured out. It's just in this instant, we are doing the best we can to involve God in every moment of this conversation to the best of our ability. And we're still learning. And we see his hand in it. So therefore we seek him more. It's like really cool to see how he's moving and what he's doing that we want to keep doing that and keep seeking him because watching him do what he does is really amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Because things out of the blue sky, I'm telling you, she would have been completely devastated. And, and I mean, truly devastated if we would have bought a house and then this property come up. Um, True. I, and I, I, it would have been hard to recover from. I, I really, I know her well enough. We've been married 27 years. I know her hard. I know a lot of how she reacts. And, and if we would have jumped prematurely of God, not saying we couldn't have made the housework that we bought and not that God couldn't use it, but he couldn't use it to the potential mm -hmm. that he had intended for us. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> it's really one of those things that, that it's kind of a milestone in our life to where, number one, we're united. Number two, we have really seeked God together of showing us what 
he wants us to use it for. Because honestly, I'm over having that crap just to beat the Joneses. I'm done mm-hmm. with that. That is nowhere on my radar. But, you know, it's one of those things that you've, you, your reliance on God, his timing is not your timing. That's right. And, you know, his thoughts aren't your thoughts. His ways aren't your ways. And, um, you know, you never really see it till hindsight, Mm -hmm. looking back, where you go, oh, yeah. And this is one time that that, uh, we were obedient. And whether this property works out or not, whether God's, whatever God's intent is, um, yes, we will be disappointed. Period. Mm-hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts. But it's not God's fault. Right. God didn't create this because you got to remember, he didn't, he's not setting up there going, okay, watch this. This is going to totally destroy him. And this is going to be so fun to watch, guys. Come on, let's watch him. I mean, really, and sometimes we think that. Right. I mean, sometimes we think God's going, mm. Oh, I'm holding this back because this will destroy him. I mean, that is so stupid, non-biblical, non, I mean, but in your head sometimes as we were learning through how to trust God and what that looked like, um, sometimes we did that. Right. Well, and I think too that if for some reason he would shut the door on this opportunity, um, we just have to remember that his... He is a good, good father, and he wants to bless us. And um, it may come in a different way than what we think it looks like. And so um, I would just encourage you today to just seek him. Yeah, because that's really where we're at. And, and, you know, just talking through a tough week and things mounding up, Mm -hmm. and then how do you focus on God? Because the thing is, you know... If, if we're not helping you do this and walk through life and see what this looks like real, that's why we do this podcast. Um, some days it's tough. Some days we don't want to do it. But you know what? God has shown up every time. I think we're on number 18. And how many times has God not shown up in the discussion, babe? Right. Never. I mean, he's always there. And that's, you know, the beauty of it. And that's, that's where, so anyway, we just wanted to encourage you because we have tough weeks like everybody else. Satan attacks us like everybody else, but sometimes it's hard to see it when you're walking through. It's hard to see the trees, hard to see the forest when you're walking through all the trees. And, and God is always the same. God's not the one who changes. God's not the one who, whatever. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Absolutely. And so anyway, we want to encourage you this week. We hope you have a blessed week. We hope that God shows you united unity in your marriage on whatever you're dealing with, because I do know this is specifically for someone in their life right now. They're needing to hear this. So we love you. We thank you for listening, and we thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends um, that may be struggling as well. Have a great week. Bye.